Welcome back to the Expansion Pack Podcast. Once again, I am your host, Danzel, joined by my awesome co-host. We got Manny, aka Goopmaster Flex. Oh yeah. <laughs> and we got Chris, aka May 25th. Hey. Hey. How are you guys doing today? Chilling, chilling, you know what I'm saying? Good, good. Yeah, you know, same stuff, different toilet. You know how I say. Yeah, <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah. Well, it's uh, good to join you guys today and talk about this week in gaming. You know, as always, it's the Expansion Pack podcast where we download this week's content and bring it to you. All right. Um, so, you know, I wanted to start off this week uh, talking a little bit about what we're playing here. So, um, Chris, I'll, I'll send it to you first off. What, what have you been playing this week? Uh, it's been a it's been a pretty light gaming week for me. I've been playing a good amount of Pokemon and uh, starting to catch my legendaries. They made it so that way you can get all the legendaries in the new game. So I mean, okay. that's what I've been on. I wish I could stream it, but can't stream it yet. Soon, soon, <laughs> soon. <laughs> all right, all right. Word, word. All right, Manny. What about you? What have you been playing? Um. Just been playing NBA 2K this week. Just finished my uh, first season of my career. Um, won a championship with the Knicks, and they have nobody. But they kind of disrespected me with uh, saying I'll never be a max contract player. So I kind of left them. Sounds like the Knicks. All right, cool. Value high, man. Yeah. I myself, I've been playing uh, some Watch Dogs Legion. I'm absolutely loving that game. It's actually a ton of fun really like the idea of being able to just see somebody in the world and figure out you know that they have certain skills that you want to have and obtain and then recruiting them to your team and be able to play as them it's a really really cool idea i've also been playing a lot of ghost runner game i definitely recommend to people games kind of reminds me a bit of um i would say like it's like a cyberpunk ish mirror's edge like you're basically just kind of like a cyberpunk ninja, like running through the world, and you. Actually, I would also throw in super hot. Super hot would be another way to describe that game because there's a lot of like slow motion, and movement really matters. Chris, you're making a face. I really think you should check the game out. It is really, really good. Just that combination of games you said that like you you made up for it. I was like, what? It's it's really it's weird. It's kind of I mean it's not necessarily hard to describe, but it's different. Like it's not. It's not a game you see a lot of. Like in it's essence, Ghost Runner. Ghost Runner, yeah. In essence, it's like a platformer because you're like wall running, and there's a lot of like, I guess you could, as you would call it, jump puzzles. So I don't know how well you would do with that game. <laughs> I want no parts. I want no. Listen, I know this is a gaming podcast, but I am against jumping puzzles in video <laughs> games. Team anti jump puzzle. It takes me too long. I hate it. I hate it. I think there's a point. There's a. Uh, I hate it. I guess you should probably make the point to say though, you're more against like first person jump puzzles, because like technically speaking, a platformer like Mario is a jump puzzle, right? So you're cool with those. No. To an extent. Oh, okay. So like, I I would play stuff like Ratchet Clank and stuff like that, yeah, yeah. and even them games. There'd be always be one level that I'd be sitting there like. Who designed this? <laughs> Who put this right here? This is annoying. Yo, <laughs> this is honestly, annoying. I think 
I really think for you, man, we should get you playing Ghost Runner and like have that be like your one of those like uh struggle bus streams for you, man. I think that would be amazing. Viewers, if you want to see something like that, comment. Make sure you let us know, cause uh, yeah, I think that would be perfect. I want to watch my pain. Hey, my man, pain. I think it'd be really, really funny. It's it's one of those types of games where you could definitely like fail over and over and over again. It's actually really funny. But but anyways, moving on. <laughs> so yeah, my like I said, my two games: uh, Watch Dogs Legion and Ghost Runner. Um, definitely. I, I, I've been contemplating whether or not I want to pause on Watch Dogs and wait till I get my Series X to play it, since obviously, you know, it's going to be enhanced and 4K and, you know, ray tracing and all that jazz. But for now, I'm having a good time in it. So we'll see what I decide going forward. But, um, you know, now that we're all talking, we've talked about what we've been playing, um, I guess that brings me to our icebreaker for the day. And, uh, you know, that icebreaker is what is your go to gaming snack? So, Manny. What about you? You know, Doritos with the Mountain Dew. You already know. Hey, that's like the, the no, generic. I brought the I mean, I I try not to smack as much, but like I would eat like my Doritos. Uh, I, I eat Doritos, like the Cool Ranch ones. They be smacking. But uh, I mean, other than that, like sometimes I have like a monster, like and then. Your typical gamer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Your typical gamer fuel. Now let me stop. But yeah, pretty much just Doritos probably like the only things I'll snack on. Maybe a Kit Kat because you know Kit Kat be smacking. Uh, okay. Word. So Manny's got the general typical gamer situation, with the exception of a Kit Kat bar. Uh, okay. Was smacking. What you mean? <laughs> Teach his own, man. Teach his own. Chris, what about you, man? What you got? Um, well, I'm gonna be 100 real. I either got one of these Johns or like an Arizona, right? Okay. Why? Cause I'm cheap, <laughs> and these are a dollar. Right? <laughs> Where we're from, these cost a dollar. Oh, bro. Oh, drink it away, my life expectancy. I understand, but it's a dollar. You know what I mean? So see, though, this one in Arizona, right? I mean, high school. Um, a lot of people like Pringles, and they I, me, I like the, the you know the stack the lays the stacks. It's like the Pringle competitor. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Those are better than Pringles. All right, M- Manny, what? What? Did they not? Dog. but the other ones is better. I agree, they're better. They're definitely better. They, they just got a little bit more kick. Mm-hmm. And they don't the fall apart. Like they don't fall apart in the can like the Pringles do. Brick. Brick. Yeah, man. You got to do the side-by-side comparison, man. The sweet. Go get the sour onion ones of those stacks and then get some sweet. Not sweet. Why are you saying sweet? Sour onion. Sour cream and onion sour or whatever. Cream, yeah, sour cream and onion. There you go. Yeah. There you go. I, I struggled. I'm you sorry. It. You got it. The sour cream and onion. Go get both of the flavors for both of the brands and you're going to be like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Okay, okay, word. Just what it is. So for for myself, hmm. <clears throat> so so full disclosure, I'm vegan, and this is the only non-vegan thing I actually eat. But I love snacking on uh, Lay's cheddar cream and onion chips. They they just they slap, bro. That that does it for me. And then um, 
the other thing I drink probably way too much of is uh, vitamin water. Oh, it's it's not gonna be in focus, but that's okay. Vitamin water, Power C. That's that's my go-to. A little unconventional. Chris is making a face at me, but that's okay. Oh, I'm just thinking that 50 or whoever got to give you a check or something, right? You got, they got to give you something for the sponsorship. Oh, vitamin water something. definitely need to hook me up. I need that 50 cent oh. deal. I need my own oh. vitamin water, for real, because I drink that religiously. Bro, they could give you the black ice flavor. <sighs> but what would it taste like? Ooh, <laughs> like <know>. black ice. <clears throat> it tastes like black ice. Pause. That's all right. <laughs> Oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> all right well uh we'll move on move on <laughs> so we're gonna get into this week's topics here um so you know we're, we're, as as we typically do we record this uh episode on saturdays and uh today just happens to be n7 day for those of you who are mass effect fans so uh, that brings us kind of to our, our very first story of the day is we're finally getting the Mass Effect rematch that we've all been waiting for almost all year because it was I think it was rumored back in like February or something. Uh, so it looks like we're going to get all three Mass Effect games um, on the new generation of consoles and looks like they didn't say 4K. They said high definition. So, you know, we'll see what that all looks like. But they're also improving the... Um, the frame rate so it looks like we'll be getting 60 frames at least which is great and uh looks like it'll include all the content ever released so all the dlc all that jazz so basically just kind of like a comprehensive mass effect story which i love mass effect so i'm super excited to play uh mass effect one definitely needed a lot of love I, like i actually thought they oh, were yeah. Only, oh, I, yeah. yeah i thought they were only gonna go ahead and um re-release or i guess remaster one so i'm surprised to see that they're doing the whole collection but again i'm super excited mass effect definitely needs some love you know we're all a bit heartbroken by how andromeda went so i'm happy to see this so again it's called mass effect uh legendary edition so pretty cool um chris you know you're you're vibing with me here so i know you play mass effect as well how, how do you feel about this announcement very very excited man i mean mass effect's one of my favorite like franchises ever for gaming um the, especially part two part two is my favorite out of all three of them i cannot wait to play that game in high def i'm streaming all three i don't care i, I haven't really streamed too much like story-based games like that but that mass effect all three all three. Oh yeah absolutely I implore anybody who's never played those games to 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 get that the remaster when it comes out and and play a really really good sci-fi RPG. It's just fun. It's good stuff. Awesome, awesome. All right, Manny. Well, speaking of uh, not playing the games, <laughs> what's that? Well, <laughs> I can't wait to uh, get my hands on it. Uh, you know, never played Mass Effect before except for a little bit of Andromeda, which was probably the worst taste I could ever have since it was so buggy. Uh, but um i really can't wait for the first three you know just retry it uh be my first time playing it okay cool cool i mean <clears throat> that's that's the the beauty of of a re-release like this is you know the people like you who haven't necessarily had a chance to play it in the past get a chance to uh to try it now and of course it in theory should be in game pass at least for like the 10 hour trial since it's uh you know it'll be a part of ea play so 
you know, you'll get a chance to at least try it out, see how you feel about it, and if you love it like Chris and I do, you know, you'll go ahead and I'll buy it. Yeah. Is that I don't remember. It's been a minute since I played it. Did Mass Effect have any co-op in any of the games? Nah. Not even three? I don't think so. I'm not sure. Think, I'm not sure. I think, I think it wasn't Andromeda the only one that had multiplayer? If it did have multiplayer? You might be right, but I, I don't fully remember. I know that I played them all. Like, personally, I played them all by myself. Um, But I don't mm-hmm. remember if 3 had co-op. I feel like it would make sense for it, too, because that was kind of around the time where that was, like, a big push. Yeah. I just remember 3 had a very, re- like, a significantly more robust, like, dialogue system and combat system. That was, right. like, the big thing I remember from that game, but I'm not sure about the co-op. We'll have to check on that, but, I mean, that would yeah. be something cool that they may potentially add. But uh, <clears throat> speaking of Andromeda, though, and the co-op that wasn't Andromeda, it looks like we're also going to be getting a new, some sort of new uh, Mass Effect game. It looks like they announced that they're working. They have a small team that's working on, in early stages, the next Mass Effect, which we'll see how that goes, because Bioware's already got enough on their plate, it seems like. I know they're still trying to <laughs> salvage something out of Anthem. <laughs> For, for those of you who don't know, uh, Chris and I were very, 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 very excited <laughs> about Anthem and also subsequently just as let down when we were playing it. But, you know, it's there still seems to be pulling something out of that game, so we should be getting an Anthem 2.0 yeah, yeah. at some point. At some point. Make it free to play already. It's a for Just drop the update. And make it free to play. That's the only reason making I, well, that game. I do think I do think it will end up yeah. being free to play. But it's been like over a year, right? Like it's been well yeah. over a year since that game was released. And well over a year since they said they were gonna kinda go back to the drawing board. So I don't know. I don't really have a lot of faith in what's gonna come out of that. But I really hope that they pull a no man's sky because that seems to be the industry standard now where they just kinda put yeah. their head down and uh you know, revamp the game completely, and now everybody loves that studio. I'm really hoping that Bioware, which a lot of people loved, and you know, a lot of people still to this day do love, you know, I hope they can come out on the other side of this because it was the ugly situation. But outside of Anthem, they also yeah. they're still working on um, uh, Dragon Age, right? Yeah, I heard about that too. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, Bioware's not a small studio, so I guess it makes sense that they could, you know, be able to do all these projects at once. But I would have to assume that they have a large portion of people working on Anthem because it seemed like they really, really, really want that to be something. Like they, you know, truthfully, they have something there, right? Like there's, there is an IP to drag out of there and actually have something with legs. So I don't know. We'll we'll have to see how that goes. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, it's still a bad taste in the mouth, but I'm 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 here for it if they they can pull it together, you know. Yeah. Because it has a foundation. That game, not to rant, but like that game has such a foundation to like if they did get it right, they would get some of the fans back because it's dope in some respects. Yeah. It just didn't have anything to do after you hit max level, you know, yeah. and and the bugs where you can deal with them. So the flight mechanic in that game, I I will say. In my opinion, unmatched. I don't think any other game has been able to handle flight the way that Anthem did. Like, you felt like you were Iron Man, essentially. Like, it was 
it just felt really 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 good but the map i don't feel like there was enough diversity in the, the open world map and eh, whatever <laughs> yeah. don't don't want to get too deep into into that game but yeah you know we'll, we'll keep an eye out we'll wait to see what what they have going on but uh you know moving on to the next topic here um we got some big reviews that came out this week in regards to next gen so we got the playstation 5 reviews that dropped as well as the xbox series x reviews that dropped and a lot of it to be truthful a lot of the reviews are kind of more of the same you know a lot of the same stuff that we saw in the previews but one of the exciting things that we did get to finally see was miles morales we, we got a full review on that uh the game looks absolutely amazing got to see it running in 4k 60 and also in 4k 30 with their ray traced mode um you know because you have the option to choose between performance mode and uh, quality mode i am very very excited to play this game especially now seeing these reviews um you know manny i, I know you're getting a playstation 5 so what did you think about the reviews you've seen so far the game looks sexy <laughs> bro <laughs> i mean like yo the game really do look good i really can't wait to get my hands on it like just just seeing them walking around when i was watching digital foundry you know playing it like the game just look amazing for you know the, what we're gonna see in next generation you know it's just a frisk of like what they can really do you know like this is the beginning <laughs> yeah man so <clears throat> Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what they've done so far. Um, Chris, I, did you get a chance to check out the reviews? And what, what do you think about Miles Morales? The biggest thing I can say about it is it looks fluid. And I guess I give them credit in that regard because it feels like almost every time they come out with um, one of these uh, superhero games, and especially with Spider-Man, it looks more and more and more fluid. And with Spider-Man, I think the... It, out of every superhero game that can come out, Spider-Man to me relies on fluidity the most. Because when you watch it in the movies and stuff, the coolest scenes in the movies are the ones when you see him kind of contorting his body and getting into these little crevices and doing all these really crazy acrobatic type of things. And um, you watch that Miles Morales thing, and it's like, oh man, it's it's it just looks clean. Yep. It looks very, very, very clean. I like that. I, I like that. They put some work there. <clears throat> yeah, one of my to to speak to your fluidity comment, like one of my favorite things watching the the gameplay, you know, videos on it is like Miles feels like he has a different vibe than Peter. And obviously he should because we all know in the comic books that's how he was. Like, <clears throat> you know, even if even if you go based off of like let's say into the Spider-Verse and whatnot, like everybody knows Miles has like a certain swagger to him, right? Even what was one of the things I remember seeing? Like in those in those videos, he jumps off of a building, but like he jumped off of it backwards and was just falling backwards for a little like a brief period of time, and then just kind of contorts his body and then starts swinging. Like like everything that he does just has a very different vibe to it, and it just so, it feels so true to the character that like I'm oh, I'm like so so excited to see because Miles Miles is the guy. Miles is uh everybody loves Peter Parker. <clears throat> and justifiably so right like peter parker and spider-man that's that's the beauty of spider-man as a character in general he's a, he's a character that everybody can love so when you go from peter parker to miles morales like they're both very lovable characters 
they both have like their own different vibes to them i love the fact that insomniac which you know not that it's a particular surprise to me but they seem to have taken a lot of love and care into that character to make sure that mouse feels significantly different from peter all right guys so uh we're gonna take this moment to cut to a quick ad break and we'll be right back after this we're back welcome back to the podcast um so of course we were just going over some of the the playstation 5 information you know we talked about miles morales reviews and how we're all excited to see that game play out um but we'll move on to a little bit of the xbox series x news here so again you know that was another thing that the reviews came out for on i believe wednesday or thursday uh in my opinion it was really just more of the same a lot of stuff that we had already known uh was there anything in particular that stuck out to you guys about the series x reviews any um Like you said, a lot of it has been like kind of the same stuff. It's just, you know, like they got to just actually play the games. You know, it's still backwards compatible mostly because we didn't really get no really exclusive launch title for Xbox yet. So it's not like we're seeing anything new. So we really can't, you know, say that we're seeing like any next gen title games to really push to Xbox. But I'm glad to hear that. There hasn't been any uh, overheating issues like, you know, people like rumor to say or whatever, or like that the Xbox not allowed like the Jet Engine PlayStation Four as well. So that's a. Uh, it's you funny know, you mentioned. Not not sorry to cut you off, but uh, funny you mentioned the overheating issues because there actually have been a couple reports of the PlayStation Five overheating. Nothing seems to be too widespread right now, but I guess. Um, I never had this happen to me on a PlayStation 4, but I guess there's a screen that comes up on PlayStation 4 that says, you know, your system's getting a bit too hot, like, turn it off and come back later. And I guess some reviewers and demo units seem to be exhibiting that same message, like, a bit more frequently. So I guess that's something we'll have to keep our eyes on. Yeah, doesn't look like... Uh, I, I think, personally, the uh, from what I've seen, the overwhelming majority of reviews on both systems seem to be really positive. Um, you know, Chris, did you see anything on the uh, the Series X review, or even I guess the PlayStation Five reviews that surprised you, or anything? Not, to be honest with you, not really. Um, not the the biggest thing I can say out of both of them is the same thing we kind of touched on last episode with the controller and the controller being for the PS Five more specifically, mm-hmm. um, being so innovative in certain ways and the whole adaptive triggers and all that stuff that seems like the biggest talking point i can say from both review sides um people love that controller they they are like they love that controller um but i can't really say that there's been anything on either side of the fence that's like anything different from what we've already been kind of talking about Hmm. um yeah I guess now that you were just mentioning it, one of the things that I actually two things in particular, now that it's coming back to me, I noticed that in particular, uh, there was a digital foundry review and Manny and I, I know we talked about this a bit earlier, but um, the PlayStation five, the backwards compatibility actually really good. Uh, apparently Sony's been able to pull off in a very similar to a, way to what Microsoft's been able to pull off. I guess a large majority about this, I guess they say 98 to 99% of their, their PlayStation four games seem to be playable on PlayStation five. And they all seem to have really significant improvements. You know, of course, like some standard stuff like the SSD and whatnot. Um, but I guess the, 
<clears throat> according to what Digital Foundry found, a lot of games were running at a, a more steady frame rate than even the Series X was in some scenarios. So it seems like uh, the Series X was able to take the cake on higher resolutions. More games were locked at forty uh, um, at four K, <clears throat> but their their uh, frame rate would fluctuate a bit. Like maybe it would dip to maybe fifty nine frames per second and go back up to sixty. Whereas the PlayStation Five seems like <clears throat> the resolutions were staying roughly around like eighteen hundred p, but they were locked at sixty frames. So I thought that was something that was interesting to to note. Another thing I saw as well, you know, for all the it's it's almost like certain aspects of the systems were kind of flipped because we know that Microsoft was heavily toting the backwards compatibility, but yet the, the PlayStation Five has really good backwards compatibility support too. And Sony was touting the the speed of their SSD, but from what um, a couple people were testing, like Tom Warren at The Verge, he tested a couple games on the Series X and the PlayStation 5, for example, Destiny 2, and he found that Destiny 2 loaded faster in every scenario on the Series X than it did on the PlayStation 5. I was very surprised at that, and I guess, you know, I'm not sure what to attribute that to, but, you know, for as much as Sony was banging the drum that their SSD was so fast, like... The Xbox Series X seems to be just as fast, if not faster, in most scenarios. Another thing to keep yeah. our eyes on. Yeah. All right. Well, um, kind of moving on away from the review news because you know I, I guess at some level we're just kind of beating a dead horse <laughs> here. Uh, but some new stuff, new information that we got here is you know uh, Manny's favorite game here, NBA Two K. <laughs> oh, I didn't say it was my favorite. Uh, it's pretty it's close. Just, you talk, you've talked about it just about every episode, so you know. It's entertaining. <laughs> I love two K too. I mean, it's not like there's anything to be ashamed about, but but yeah, the the big news, at least for for us in particular, this week was uh, NBA two K twenty one revealed the city, which appears to be an expansion on the the neighborhood <clears throat> that we've seen in in previous two Ks or the park, as some people call it. Um, where basically it's expanding the park out to a larger world, almost kind of like, in essence, like a like an MMO, um, where you have an entire city that people can roam around in. It seems like they have a, they haven't really talked about how many players are going to be in the world, but it seems like it'll be a significant amount more than what we've ever seen before, probably at least more than double. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it's a, it's a large world. It looks like they they have all types of crazy st- things going on in there where you can skateboard just about anywhere in the world you can pull out a basketball and dribble it around anywhere they were even talking about instances where there are npcs on the map um where you can go to talk to them and get a quest uh to do certain basketball tasks and and get yourself vc and experience points and all that stuff and it's crazy because it sounds like the sports equivalent of an mmo rpg which i don't think we've ever seen anything like that before so you know i'm I'm personally trying to think to myself, like, what does this mean for games going forward? You know, now it was the question to you guys here. So, you know, what do you think a mode like 2K's The City really means for sports gaming going forward? Chris, I'll start with you. Man, I think it's really big because this is what I think gaming for sports kind of needed for a little bit. The MMO side of things, I, I think people don't think about doing that in sports games a lot because you think MMO, the first thing you think of is like an RPG, but like in the sense of like 
you know, Skyrim or Fallout or yeah, something like, like that. Fantasy games, you don't right? think, yeah, you don't think about it with sports, mm-hmm. right? And my player's been a thing for a long time, but even then it has its limitations. You know, they're really what well, they I guess you can kind of look at like your your uh, player profile and your your stats or whatever that you're increasing as your skill tree, mm-hmm. if you want to look at it in that sense. But that's maybe about as far as it went. The way how they were talking about it in the article, man, like it just seems like there's like it's almost getting to a Grand Theft Auto level of like open worldness. They said you could just walk around with your basketball and find a random hoop and just be shooting at it. And another person could just walk past with you and decide to start shooting with you, and boom, you guys could just start a random game of horse or something like that, just cause. That's you know, like that so stuff dope. like that is it, that's alive. That means the city is alive. You know what I mean? That that's a whole nother level. Like you, come on, man. I haven't even played two K religiously like how I used to. I kind of fell off the horse a little bit, but that made me excited. That made me want to get the game and say, all right. Y'all, y'all done did it. God damn it. Y'all done did it. Y'all might have got me back. Because that's dope, man. That's, that's. Ah, oh, man. Then I think about like a fighter game that's made in the same breath, right? Because I said that that should be a thing for a long time. We haven't had a fight night or a really good wrestling game or anything like that. UFC is pretty good. But like, uh, imagine being a guy in an MMO game like this, but it's a fighting game. Hmm. And you get to be a boxer if you want to. And you get to be a kickboxer if you want to. And you're in this world with other people who are aspiring to be the best fighter. They, uh, this could open so many doors to other... Unconventional uh, genres. Yeah. yeah man. I'm, I'm excited. I think it's real cool. Real cool. Yeah. Real cool. Manny, what do, you, what do you got? What do you think about this, man? Favorite game? <laughs> There's a lot of pros and cons uh, to this. That, um, you know, the city, obviously, is a huge feature uh, than what they're showcasing with the next-gen system. But, you know, with some of the things that we did see, um, we got the new upgraded gradery facility and all that kind of stuff. I've, you know, I'm just a little worried on the microtransactions part where it's like, all right, you can rent this facility, but it might just cost, like, a bunch of VC just to rent a facility, and you're going to end up spending a lot of money on it. But, you know, it's also a good thing, too, where it's like, all right, you get to run the facility and just run these games with your boys when you just can't find a game in the courts, as well as, you know, walking around and just hooping on the garage hoops. And then one other thing I was worried about that, you know, I was watching a YouTube video, I forgot from who, but he made a good point where it's like they added, you know, these events where you could like, well, not events, but, you know, you could chain dance, you could chain dribble and all that kind of stuff. and one thing I'm kind of worried about now is like, you're going to have all these people doing dance parties instead of playing, you know, blacktop with you guys and uh, your affiliate courts and all that kind of stuff. So it's already hard now trying to get games to the park in 2K unless you're playing like Rec Center. And even so, Rec Center takes forever to find a game sometimes. But like, if you're going to be playing games and then like, you know, you're waiting for that one more person to join the squad and the next thing you know, you see like a corner of people in the corner just like dancing, like, you know, it could, like I said, it could have its pros and cons. I mean, <clears throat> personally, I look at it the completely opposite way. I feel <laughs> like if the way this city thing is set up, there's more opportunity to find people to play with. Like, yeah, sure. I mean, whatever. Yeah, the people who are going to be having dance parties and doing silly stuff, like, that's no different than 
I guess, Destiny, right? Like, you go to the tower and people just standing in the corners doing their little <laughs> dance moves or whatever. I mean, but at the same time, like, it looks like there's going to be significantly more places and more ways to play, right? Like Chris mentioned, you can pull your basketball out at any point in time and just start shooting out a hoop. You don't even need to find the blacktop. You don't even need to do any of that stuff. You can just start shooting around on your own. And for those people who do want to play, they'll just come join you. Like, it's it seems like there are going to be so many more courts. Like, you know, we, we already know that there's a north, south, east, and west um, court and, you know, divisions like the, the north side knights and the beast of the east and all that stuff, right? Like, they'll have their own individualized courts that it seems like anybody can just go over and play in. So you have significantly more courts. It seems like they also have different things like uh, the warehouse, which we saw in the trailer. We don't really know too much about it, but... It, according to the blog post and according to the information we've been hearing, there's going to be a lot more places to play and explore. I don't feel like there's going to be an issue of like, oh, well, you know, people are just messing around dancing and they're not on the blacktop or they're not here or they're not there. Like, I feel like those the concern you just mentioned is a lot of the concerns we've heard from the community in general is like it's hard, hard time finding games, hard time getting people to squat up and yada, yada, yada. It seems like this is one of the ways that they were trying to address that make a massive open world make it so people can shoot in any hoop that they want to shoot into or whatever you give them a crap ton of courts and you fill the world with people i mean you know to to manny's point that we were talking about off uh off uh podcast earlier we'll see if the servers can hold up but it looks like this might be it this might be this might be the an answer to all of the things or a lot of the things that people have complained about in the past. And it seems like it's charting a new path for something completely different that we've never seen in gaming before. Like, you know, like Chris had mentioned, like the, the idea that we're merging an MMO or an, an, an RPG. And I've argued that 2k has, is probably one of the most popular RPGs of all time, but it's not some, it's not, it's not an RPG in people's minds, but it literally is right. Like you, you are, playing a role as a basketball player, you have skill trees, you have experience points, you, you have a whole bunch of different things that you could be doing. So now we're taking that and we're expanding it even further and making it a massive multiplayer online game. Like, it's unprecedented. And uh, I know we've, we've talked about this before. We've had many discussions about sports games in the past, but is this what we think sports games should look like in 2020? Like, is this what we're expecting? Like, and if not, you know, what, what more would you guys want to see? Manny, I'll throw it back to you on this one. It'll be the future, but <clears throat> at the same time, it could be like, you know, it's, I, I easily see it on basketball, especially on 2K, because like they already had the park in the neighborhood and all that kind of stuff. But seeing it in like Madden, I, I find it hard to see like you just a bunch of guys running around, like going to random football fields just to play a game. But like, I find it hard to see it happen, and plus it's EA. I don't see Madden like doing anything like that anytime soon, anyways, because all they worry about is Ultimate Team, anyways. But like, well, it would be dope. Well, let but... me and, and Chris, we'll get to you in a second here, but let me like kind of expand on that then. So, it seems like this city incorporates my team as well, right? Like we saw the, the what's it called like the pink diamond plaza or whatever. Everybody yeah. seems to think that that has to do with my team. My team is essentially ultimate team, right? It's like 2K's version of ultimate team. So you're telling me that you don't think that, and, e and we all know what, how EA operates. They're all about money. If, two, if this thing with 2K blows up, 
and like becomes as big as we think it could be. You don't think EA is going to try to cash in on their own version of that? EA is all about Man. money. And then let me, let me pose all another about money. Sorry, let what? me let me pose another point too though, right? So we have this this city that 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 2K's created. 2K is also making a football game. Like we know this, they're making a football game. They don't have the 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 rights to the NFL players, but they're making a football game. What stops them from expanding this world and adding a couple football fields onto this this uh this city? And now it's becoming something completely different. And now we're, now we're getting into like this big I don't know, social sports game. And it's not just about basketball. And so now we're adding, you know, new parts to the city where, you know, you and your boys could just go run like a 7v7 football game. You still don't think EA is going to want some of that, the piece of that pie? They will want it a thousand percent. Like I said, I don't know. Like, this matter has been the same game for so long. Like, yeah, they tweaked some physics with the gameplay and everything like that, but it's just been Ultimate Team, Connector Franchise, and they added the yard, but, like, the yard isn't, like, what I w- wish it could have been. Like, it ain't, like, you know, you pick your team, you pick your players, and then you got your, you know, Batgirl football type of thing. It's just, like, you do these challenges with your creative player, which is, like, it's a it's a nice little feature, but, like, it's just still, you still got Ultimate Team, and you still got connected franchise, which is their like their two big modes. So it's like they've been chilling. They've they've been making millions because people buy a lot of packs for no reason. So like I I mean unless people just stop buying Madden, I don't see it stopping. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. I mean, a there's no competition in town. B I we can get into it, but I I actually firmly disagree with your comments on Madden because you have you have the yard, which is new we've never seen anything like that before and then we had superstar ko last year so like i i kind of get what you're saying but there's been enough nuance there but we'll we'll get into that a little bit more later chris i'll let you go ahead and say you know say your your two cents here it's funny because before you made your comment about having it all be in the same city my head i was like hmm i do want to see it in other sports games but is it going to be as seamless because at first i'm thinking one of the reasons why the whole city concept works in, in, in a basketball video game is because it's, it's funny because football is probably the biggest sport in America. But when in terms of just driving around the city or your neighborhood or anything like that, I'd say it's odds are if you're going to see some guys out playing some kind of sport, it's most likely it's basketball. You know, it's mm-hmm. most likely basketball. So it's like the city concept worked in that regard. But then I was thinking about, hmm, would it work in regards to football? Because football isn't really seen in a city-esque type environment. However, whenever, when you said the whole, if it's all in the same world, now that's different because that's almost like, that's almost like kind of like what, what like uh, Activision's doing with Warzone, where like they have Warzone and they had Modern Warfare and then now you got a uh, Cold War coming in and it's going to be integrated into whatever they had going with Modern Warfare. So then it almost kind of makes it seem like Warzone itself is a hub game. And every time they come up with a new game, the game can be integrated. And you keep on evolving it that way. So I'm like, if they had a a city that they eventually could evolve into like a 2K sports world type of thing, and they did come up with uh, a new football game, and they did have a a, a baseball game that they wanted to throw in, or a soccer, or whatever, a fighting, whatever, to think that there is a game that you could just come up with your own character and then not only you're not only just restricted to just basketball, 
but you can literally log on to the server and go play whatever the fuck you want to play. Like what? <laughs> like that's huge. What? Yeah, that's, that's crazy. That's huge. man i tell you i i am really hoping they pull this off because again the doors that can be opened here will man it it will it will it'll be crazy i mean for all we know this might force them to start doing things differently in terms of how they develop the game every single year because that's one of the biggest critiques i've been seeing even before the game comes out is that People say this all the time about 2K, about how they don't really change enough in the game year to year to year to year to year. And there's even people now saying, it looks good now, the city looks cool now, but y'all know y'all gonna be playing on these same courts for like two, three, four years, right? Enjoy it now. And, and, and it's like, I hear that stuff and I understand where it's coming from. But again, if they were to do this whole world thing, that that that's just out the window. The game is constantly evolving. It is a legitimate breathing world. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. You know how many characters I would have? I would have like three basketball characters. I would make me a, a, a soccer dude, and I don't even really know nothing about no soccer. But I made me a soccer dude. I made me a, a football dude, bro. And that's dope, man. To think, yo, you could just wake up and go on the server, and then like hopefully the LFG function would be like really robust, and be like, all right, you looking? Oh yeah, they got a football game going on down the street. Do I got a character for football? Oh uh, yeah, I might want to play. Oh dang! What they got a boxing match happening tonight down the street? Oh, I got me a fight I just made yesterday. Oh yeah, like that's crazy. That is, I can't tell you how many characters I would have. I would need at least room for like twelve. What? I uh, yeah I. Be buying a lot of VC, <laughs> Bruh, But it becomes bigger than VC because at that point it probably wouldn't even be VC. It would have to be something that is throughout all their individual games. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I guess they could they could rope VC throughout the rest of the games, but <clears throat> I feel like it's almost irrelevant, right? If you have so many opportunities to play and so many different, like, uh, buckets to, like, dip your toe in, I guess you could say, like, I don't know, you're always going to be able to earn VC at some level. Like, everybody, that's another thing. Everybody always goes off about, like, microtransactions and how egregious they are, whatever. Like, if you can play the game and get the VC... That's perfectly fine. Like, and if you're giving people more opportunities to earn their VC and not have to buy it, also fine. It's it's a win-win situation for them, right? If they did something like that, or even if they just kept it the way it is with the city. Like, if if you look at the city right now, the way they had it showcased, <clears throat> instead of you ha- going to Foot Locker and Foot Locker having all these different brands, it looks like they had a whole mall area with each store having its own brand. And yeah. imagine. Like it, it, it's it's a win-win for gamers in that okay, yeah. Like I know some people feel a certain type of way about being marketed to, um, but you know, <clears throat> if if you can go into, I don't know, let's say bathing ape or something random, right? Like like you can constantly have different stores cycling in and out of that area and continuing to make it a live service game, like like you said, like. If the city is alive the way it is, you can continue to roll different brands, different ideas, different different things out constantly. It is, I guess, in a sense, it's kind of like the Fortnite model, right? Like, we know how Fortnite was set up. Every week, something changed in the game. You know, you have the city being, like, this living, breathing world. Every week, something can change in that game. And I am 
very, very welcome to it. And I, I know that, uh, you know, sports games get a lot of flack. Like, even the comment you made about uh, people saying, oh, yeah, like, you're going to be on these courts for three or four years, yada, yada, yada. Like, people expect a lot out of sports games that come out on an annual basis. I would love, personally, I would love to see these sports games come, uh, basically go to a place where now all we're talking about is this is NBA 2K, period. And then, like, they have roster updates on a yearly basis or whatever, but you you're paying like $30 for the game and then every season like they they sell you t- a $10 uh pass or whatever it is a la like you know we see with Destiny and we see with Fortnite or whatever what have you where you're paying $10 for like the new content I guess you can say instead of having to pay $60 for a whole new game every year but even still even within that people expect a lot from a game from like a year to year basis and I feel like it's it's kind of unfair Personally, I feel that way. I know most people don't agree with that at all, but there's only so much that you can have people do year over year. And then when they do do something that's that big, like this, the city is huge, right? Like nobody can argue that this is huge. Um, They're still getting like trash for it. Like, it's just, I don't know. It's weird. Like they're damned if they do and they're damned if they don't. Like, yeah. It's weird. As lights, it's definitely good, man. They can, uh, I could do some stuff here, man, for sure. Well, sure, I'm sure. excited, of course. I'm going to be playing that for the first month because uh still waiting on Cyberpunk. But... Uh, it's, it's... Like, it, there's just so many options, too, you know? Like, I'm thinking about it. You don't have to get on these online servers in 2K and feel like you have to, like, get on the blacktop and be dumb nice. You can literally say to yourself, you know, I don't really care about playing five feet like fives or whatever, but I'm the nicest horse player in this entire game. See me. (laughs) No, that sounds stupid, but it's facts. You really think you're that nice, get on the server, come see me in this alley, and we gonna get it, and I'll put it on stream, and then I'm gonna put you on YouTube and embarrass you because you're not nice like me in this horse. Like, that is... You can literally say to yourself, that is your aspiration. And, like, options in these kind of video games are amazing. You want to go be on a blacktop surface and play a game? You want to just go play some regular shooting at like a a rickety bucket in an alley and having a, a horse game? You could do that. You want to go up to a high riser and play in this huge tournament? You want to go play in the NBA still and be like Manny and then not get a deal from the New York Knicks and then get mad about it for three weeks? You could do so many different things, man. <laughs> so many different things. Oh, that was so specific. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! Manny's on the Golden State Warriors now, though, so he's he's going to be doing a lot better. But it's all not going to mean anything because as soon as he gets his Xbox, his new Xbox, it's all gone. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna finish. I'm gonna finish this next season, retiring. That's it. You know, become a Hall of Famer. Okay. I'm excited. I am excited. Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm also excited for that. My NBA mode. I mean, it's just like little new features, but like. I'm gonna definitely try to do some uh, rebuilding videos, like I'll be seeing a lot. Shout out to them people. I forgot them channel names. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> we didn't even talk about the mayor thing, right? Because oh. like the mayor thing is like huge, and I'm also, thinking about like, means- well, you, like, dude, like they're gonna start it off with like big, high-profile celebrities and stuff at first to like kind of get it rolling. But I would imagine that after a good amount of time, 
they're going to start looking at the leaderboards and being like, all right, some of you guys now can be nominated. Well, hopefully the South goes to, yeah. to be mayor and, and have a chance to kind of like brand within the game or whatever. Yeah. I think stuff like that is so cool because say it's somebody who is a streamer or it's somebody who does do content or whatever. It's it's like a way for you to kind of still put yourself out there because mm-hmm. you're not not seen. You're the mayor in two K. Yeah. Like, oh, oh man, this is it's it's got a lot of legs, man. I really hope they knock it out of the park, bro. Yeah. See, I, that mayor thing is actually one of the things I'm I'm most excited about because I just feel like it creates like really fun aspects to the community. So you mentioned like yeah. having high profile celebrities as the mayors. Actually, it seems like what they're doing right now is they're actually really dealing with uh, community members, like content creators. So I don't remember exactly who it is um, for each grinding. part. Yeah, grinding is gonna. Be, that's the only one I know. Is grinding is gonna be uh, the Northside Knights, and the only reason Friday. I know that <laughs> the only reason I know that is is shout out to Agent Zero, right? Agent Zero, one of my favorite YouTubers out there. He creates like hilarious content for Two K and like just in general. He's just a really funny dude. Chris, if, I don't know if you've ever seen him, but you should definitely check him out because he's really funny. So. I personally, like, when I've heard about this mayor thing, he was the first person that came to my mind. I was like, this dude would be perfect for this because he is absolutely hilarious. And sure enough, he uh, posted a, a video, like, kind of campaigning in a way for, uh, for you know, wh- when the next vote comes up for him to be the mayor of the Northside Knights. And I, he's actually a reason why I think I'm going to pick the Northside Knights, like, so that when that happens, I can vote for him. Because it's it's so funny, bro. Dude, that's so cool. Yeah, that's a community based thing where every so it's at every six weeks, I think. Yeah, every six weeks we all get to come together and like have like a democratic vote on who represents us within the game. That's wild, man. Man, that, come on, man, that's dope. <laughs> And even what they can do, like you know, they can customize the courts, you know, oh, the soundtrack, the very soundtrack you're listening to while you're in that area, you control that, bro. Like, what you better be, you know what I'm saying? It's really cool, it's really cool. I'm, I'm super, super excited for that part of it. Manny, you seem to be relatively pessimistic about all of this. (laughs) What's, What's pessimistic? Not negative. yeah, negative. You're a bit you're a bit more negative than we are about negative. I'm excited for it. I mean, you're uh, there's there's a difference between being excited and like you've definitely dropped like a, some negative vibes on it all. So you know, I'm just you know, I, we we just don't want we just don't want to, we don't want to get too uh to get lazy. You know what I'm saying? We can't just we can't just be like yo, this is gonna be the best game we'll ever, and then you know they're just gonna recycle it for the next three years. Yeah, but at the so same time, it, that goes that goes both ways though, right? Like I definitely agree. Like we hold them accountable, right? Like if they if they mess up, you know, you say they mess up, but like at the same time, if they try something new, you have to give them the credit, right? Like otherwise, they're not gonna try anything new anymore. So it goes both ways, like. I mean, I guess this is probably the last one of the last questions I'll pose for the the group here is like, you know, it seems like sports games get a lot of hate. You, Manny, in particular, have expressed some of that hate already. Like, it's more mad at Madden than 2K. 2K, I'm fine with. I could play it all day, every day. Yeah, but, but like, Madden... you definitely threw some shade at, at 2K as well. So I'm saying, like, do you, I, I say do you think that these games deserve as much hate as they get? You know, everybody just got their opinion. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, you're gonna have the haters, and you're gonna, and you're just gonna have the people that just praise the game too much, and then you're just gonna have the people that just have opinions like me. 
Um, honestly, I kind of feel like you touched on it earlier. The thing that needs to change with the sports games and, and it has to be a thing going forward, they have to shift it away from this buy the new game every single year thing. Like, they've got to figure out a way to shift it into the service model that we're seeing with so many other video games. It's not like we're saying it's going to be something that's out of the ordinary. Majority of the big video games run this way now. They, you know, they they uh, sell you the base game or sometimes it's free. You get the battle pass or whatever the seasonal pass is in the game. And then you kind of, you know, you progress through it that way. Once that happens, I think a lot of the bad taste in certain people's mouth kind of goes away. Because at least at that point, you have a decision on whether or not you even want to keep buying it season to season, rather than feeling like you're maybe, for some people, buying the same thing over and over and over. It's just anything that gives the, the player more regency and more options to kind of choose when they want to be a part of it and when not. It's better. It just works better. All these these services, they work on almost all these video games. Who complains about battle passes in video games? I don't really see well, it a lot. It depends. It, goes, it depends. But I, I've, I've heard some complaints on battle passes. But I get, I get your sentiment though, right? The idea of having the choice whether or not to get it, you know, like, and having a game be free to play, and yeah, I, I feel you on that. They'll make their money the same way. I feel. If anything, I think they'll make more money if they switched over to that model of having people pay a la carte for what they want when they want it, kind of thing, rather than just uh. Well, I, I don't know. I don't, maybe I'm talking a little too soon. Maybe they might not make as much money that way, but I feel like anything, like I said, just gives people options rather than just saying this is how it is. Mm-hmm. It just works better. And sports is one of those things that changes constantly in real life. If we want it to be reality-based, I mean, it just kind of works better that way, in, in my opinion. I don't know. Just I agree. I agree. That I, feel a lot better. I think that, to your last part uh, point, though, <clears throat> I mean, I do think that more games that do have that model of free-to-play with, you know, like a pass of some sort, They, I, do, I think they probably do make more money long. If you look at Fortnite, right? <clears throat> I know it's probably always the thing that I always come back to, but Fortnite, if it was a $60 game, do you guys think it would be as big as it is? Probably not. Nope. Right? Like, no, not many people are going to look at that game and be like, yeah, I'll spend $60 on that, or even like $40 on it, really. Um, the fact that it was free-to-play... And anybody could jump in and see what it was about and be like, oh, yeah, this is cool. You know, like it, no, nobody loses in that regard. So now yeah. you got hooked onto the game. You didn't spend any money to get into that, eco, you know, to get into that world in the first place. So you're a little bit more willing to say, oh, like, look at that skin. That skin looks really dope. I'll spend $10 on that skin. I'll spend $5 on this. I'll spend like, and now yeah. you're not even thinking about it. Like, oh, I've spent $5 here. It's $6 there. Blah, blah, blah. Like many, you know, <laughs> Sorry to keep coming back to you on this, but you know when we when we used to play Fortnite, you were kind of one of those people. You would definitely buy a lot of those skins, and before you knew it, you were probably spending like a hundred dollars in that game. So them dances were lit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the dances, everything. Bro. Yeah, like I, I, I mean, I've fallen victim to it too. Like you know, with yeah. Destiny, Eververse, the emotes, like. Chris already knows. I done spent way too much money in that. Yeah. So I I think those models have a lot of value. And I think if companies are really trying to spend money and also in a sense, do right by players, like you can, you can kind of have both of those things, right? 
And if you if you keep the the goodwill of the players, they'll play your games more, and they'll be more willing to give you money. So, you know, to play both sides of that that coin, I guess that really is where gaming should go. It seems like a lot of you know outside of the sports games and whatnot. Um, seems like that's where a lot of other genres are heading. So, excited to see where that comes up. Yeah. Quick question before we comments? switch on. I have a question. Oh, sorry, sorry, my bad. I had a question, but go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say it's like. It has its pros and cons because, like, the thing about 2K every year is, like, a new game, a new my player. Like, if you have that one, like, one game where it's, like, 2K, just just 2K, and then, like, you, like, pay for new roster updates every year. Like, the only thing is it's just going to stop people coming back if you have, like, basically one player that's, like, 99 overall, and the next year he's going to still be 99 overall. So, like... I can see that like only being like one of the cons to that, but yeah, but I mean you have resets, right? Like, I mean you would have to have a reset at some level. So the new year comes along, or the new season comes along, whatever. You would have to have some sort of reset. Like, at, you look at Destiny. So again, Destiny's a reference that I'll always bring up because it's a game that Chris and I play. Destiny, what happens uh, this Tuesday, right? Beyond Light is coming out for Destiny. So what'll happen is the game will just get completely revamped. Um, there's a whole new story. There's a whole new system in place in a lot of ways. And one of the core things is there are new level caps. So there, there's something to continue to reach for. So I could just see in a sports game, them just resetting your rank or something along those lines. They, they would have to be some way to definitely tackle that. But, Cause yeah, you're right. You can't just sit there and have I mean, everybody be 99s. That would also create controversy. Cause like, all right, I spent like fifty dollars in VC to get my guy like an eighty overall, and then like you reset him back to a, you reset him you back know. to a ninety-five. Not, I mean, it makes the most sense, right? Ninety-five is where your VC stops mattering, and from there you have to actually play well to get to a ninety-nine. I feel like that's an easy solution. You just reset it back to ninety-five, have people actually play and grind to get to ninety-nine. Like then you nobody can complain about VC. It doesn't matter at that. It's true, but like, you know, it's just, I'm, you know, it, it's all, it all, you know, varies, I guess you could say. Oh, okay. What do you guys, uh, what do you guys think if they actually made the game a, a situation where you kind of like had a min max, right? Where like you have your base attributes that you always are working on, but then things like the socks and uh, the wrist sleeves and all that, not wrist sleeves, that don't make no sense. Arm sleeves. Gear, yeah. All that stuff has a different piece of attribute that can kind of boost something by like two or three points. Because I feel like if they did more things like that and they like made special sneakers that kind of did certain things, then when you create these passes or whatever that people have to get in game, they're more enticed to kind of go after certain things. Because then you kind of have to make a build on top of a build. Does, does that make any sense? You have your base yes. build, but then you have to kind of get your... Because, like, I think about it, like... Let's talk about, like, uh, Fallout, right? So, in Fallout, or any of those kind of Bethesda games, a lot of times you can put on a certain piece of gear depending on whatever activity you're going to be in, mm-hmm. and that one piece of gear might have, like, a, a passive perk or something like that that, like, helps you through that particular thing. Like, radiation, right? Not every armor piece you get in Fallout is going to have rad resistance. But this one piece you have, you know, is good for it. So you wear this one piece through this activity. And I, what I'm saying is little pieces of things or items like that that kind of help you boost different parts of your character. Yeah. But they're on a, 
in a quick basis, I think can help some of the stuff that we're talking about. Yeah, I, I, like, can, you, I can see that. It seems like we're, we would definitely be leaning even further into this RPG world. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not opposed to it all. I know that they've done things like this in the past where like if you have a certain shoe you get plus 10 speed. I don't remember that being in my career exactly, but I know I've seen something yeah, well, similar to like, it. It was a couple years ago, right? Like, no, I think it was like the older 2Ks that had yeah, like, real older ones that had that. Yeah. Okay. 11. Yeah. Yeah. shoes like that. that Either way, like, don't I don't know if I don't know if that's something 2K would want to deal with. Like I feel like I feel like that'd be a lot of balancing, but at the it same would. time, who knows? Maybe that's something that they're they're planning on. I don't. I think I mean, it'd be cool, but shit. Those are things that kind of like you put in the game to kind of like I think keep longevity going because, like, for example, you can make this arm sleeve that's like real freaking good, and it gives you maybe not like a plus twenty in just your shooting, but let's say it gives you like a, a plus five and like five in five random stats. So you got like a plus five in shooting, a plus five in finishing a plus five in ball handling, whatever. And the only way you can get that arm sleeve, though, is you have a series of challenges and blah, 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 that you kind of have to finish to get it. Otherwise, you don't get it. And then there's other ones where, like, you know, they're only around for that season. So you really wanted to make sure you played that season and get it. Just like how COD does with their weapons. They have two weapons that they release every single season that if you didn't finish out your battle pass, you're not going to get those weapons unless you go buy a blueprint. You know, it's just it's how it works. Stuff like that, it just it makes you want to get on every single day to make sure you're not missing out. And I don't know, I just I feel like it, it, it that those are the things that the sports games are kind of not doing yet. It's giving people more regency like that. And and yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I, when we get there, I think I don't know, man. That's that's a lot to chew on, to be quite honest with you, because I feel like. Uh, I'm I'd totally be here for everything you just said, but I feel like I could see a section of the player base not want to do all of that, and I feel like it could alienate the players that they have. So I feel like that's a really tricky balance for you know the developers to actually deal with. I don't know. It's like I feel like it's better to say I was on a blacktop with a player and that player whooped my ass on the court. But it's because he had certain items that he was wearing. But I looked at this player and I said to myself, damn, he did have all that stuff that gave him an advantage. But I know for damn sure he had to grind his ass off to get it. So I got to give him respect. It's not like he just got given something and didn't have to work for it. Rather than somebody out here who can just create a player that's like 7'6", with all these attributes, and kind of can just spam whatever he wants to spam on the court. And like that's that's... That ain't what I think they should be going toward. They need to go towards this min-max and shit, man, because that's that's building. That's character building. If y'all gonna do RPG, that's RPG. Yeah. And you could even do it where, you know, these articles, the arm sleeve could have the, the bonuses, but then it also has a couple of negatives. The arm sleeve might weigh a little bit more, so maybe it slows it's down slower. your movement by, yep. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Stuff like that, they gotta do. It's just, I think that would be dope. I think but, cool. uh, I, I guess they would probably really only, I mean, I guess they probably have to really focus on shoes at that point. But that's the one thing that's at least like consistent across the board. Everybody is wearing a pair of shoes. People don't necessarily have to wear an armband and all that. I mean, I guess you could add it in there. I, I don't like know. Make an item meta in the sports game. That's what it would make an item meta. Yeah, and that's crazy sure. to think about. And that that's is... that's kind of cool to think about in a way. Um. 
That's I mean, wild. it's just yeah. <laughs> it's, it's cool idea, but then that's just going to create more balancing issues because like you're gonna have your tryhards who grind for everything just to get the stuff, and then you got your casual players who just you know wants to play the game for fun. But that's why that's, again. There's mad options, you know. Yeah, the casual exactly. players can go do what they want. They don't have to go do the grindy stuff. If they want to get put in an environment where there's no pressure and they're just playing ball, there's a court or two, it sounds like, within the city that will allow them to go do that. If the sweats want to go do their sweat activity and go get that crazy armband, they yeah. can go do that. You know, it's it's okay for either or. I think I think they've already set it up that way, right? Like, I think... Well, you know, from what we've had in past two Ks, the pro am was like the sweat. That's where the sweats went, right? So it seems like they might be expanding pro am. There's probably, like you said, a lot more opportunities to go different places and play different games. I feel like I saw something about like uh, I'll have to like verify it, but I feel like I saw something called like Rookiesville or something like that, where you have Rookieville is basically you know how when you have your mic park rep is like you got rookie, yeah you got you got rookie pro all-star superstar and hall of fit are hall of fame or whatever mm-hmm. legend yeah so rookieville i think is for players who are in the rookie status and then once they reach pro then that's when they can choose their affiliate okay so i mean either way so it sounds like they're kind of segregated from like the the more experienced players so i mean you see at least some level of that existing it's obviously that has more to do with being new to the game as opposed to being casual and hardcore and all that jazz. But I feel yeah. like there's there's room for, you know, these different spaces for certain people to play. You know, even to your point about the, the rented courts and all that stuff, that could be a more casual place to play. You know, we already have like smaller levels of this built into the game. Right now it's the rec center is for more casual players who want to play 5v5. And then we have, um, you know, the pro-am for the sweaty players who want to play 5v5. It doesn't necessarily work out that way because you still get a lot of sweats that play the rec center stuff. But, you know, it's already built into a, this smaller neighborhood. So you can see them making a bigger world and having there be more opportunities for people who want to play more casually. To play. I think they're probably addressing all these things. And obviously, you know, it remains to be seen what it all all look like. It's the beauty of being able to wait till this week or this coming week to see, you know, with uh, Series X and the PlayStation 5 dropping. But it's it's all kind of a wait and see game at this point. We have no idea what it's all going to look like. I'm excited. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, man. Do you guys have anything else to, to bring to the table as far as the sports conversation goes? Nah, like you said, we just got to wait and see and pray for the best. But so far on paper... It looked damn good. See, it looked see. damn good. Okay, okay. Well, Terrell, you guys watching out there and, and listening, um, you know, tell us what you think. Of course, as always, you can comment, you know, reach out to us on social media. Let us know what you think about the future of sports games and, you know, whether it's your cup of tea or not, you know, let us know what you think. Um, gonna, we're going to drop it here for now, but before we go, as always, we're going to let the people know where we can all – you know, find uh, us on social media. So, Chris, where can people find you? Uh, I am everywhere at May 25th XX M-A-Y 25 T-H 
X, X, and that's on F. <laughs> All right. Mr. Goop, what you got? First and foremost, you can catch me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash goopmasterflex. I do have Instagram as well. Uh, pretty much same thing, goopmasterflex underscore TTV and Twitter as well. Y'all can hit me up if you have any questions. Um, also, uh, there will be a link to my OnlyFans and my Instagram if you guys oh. want to check that out. As well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got a you got a discount pop. Get this guy out of here, bro. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'll try to put a shot more content as well. Uh, but yeah. sure, for sure, we definitely have a lot more coming on the way, especially with the new consoles dropping. You know, I'm getting my Series X this week. Danny's getting his consoles, and uh, Chris. Y'all posted, man. It's gonna be a little bit. It's gonna be a little bit. All right, I'm gonna be on the old stuff for a little while longer, but I'll keep y'all posted. All good. Well, once again, I'm your host, Black Ice Eight. You can find me on social media at Black Ice Eight on Twitter, on Instagram. You can actually find me at Black Ice Eight underscore Gaming. Make sure to follow the the podcast on social media as well. We're on Instagram at Xpack Pod. It's X P A C K P O D. So we're on Twitter there, and we're also on Instagram as well at Pod. So uh, again, thanks to my amazing host, Manny, Chris. Catch you guys in the next one. Hi, <laughs> <y'all>. <laughs> oh, we're out. <laughs>